0: Hey guys, I'm Tez, the tax expert. I provide tax and financial solutions to individuals and small businesses. If you have questions on anything that I speak of on this podcast or any other podcast, please reach out to me on Instagram under the name tax expert. I do respond to all of my direct messages. So today's session is part two of converting leads to sales. In session one, I spoke on how to identify what is considered a good prospect. Now in this session, I'm going to give you information on how to find out if your lead is a good prospect or not. I drafted five questions that you can ask your potential prospects. So let's get started. Question 1. Are you the person who makes the purchasing decisions? If not, who does? Question 2. Is your company currently buying this service or product? Question three, what quantities do you buy? Question four, how much do you spend? Question five, when are you likely to purchase again? So now let's go over these questions one by one and I'll explain to you why you should ask each one of them. So for the first one, are you the person who makes the purchasing decision and if not who does? This is very important because you want to make sure that you're not wasting your time or the time of your potential prospect. You want to cut to the chase and get to the person who can give you the yes or no. Now, understandably, you may not be able to get to the person in charge or the person of authority each and every time. What you can do is give the person who is your contact enough information, but not too much information, just enough information for them to educate and inform the person in authority of what you're offering. And then that way, when the person in authority is interested, they may contact you for more details, or they'll give your contact the authority to make the purchase. Question number two, is your company currently buying this service? The reason why this question is important is because Many times, people are not willing to change their routine or adapt to something new. So if they're buying something similar to what you're offering, not the same but similar, then they may be willing to make an adjustment or make a change. However, if they're not purchasing something like this at all, then you will have to explain why having this would make a big difference in their routine or why it would be very beneficial for them to add it to their daily routine. So make sure that you understand if they're using it or not and then let them know what the advantages of by adapting this product or service. Question three, what quantities do you buy? This is important because if, for example, you have a t-shirt selling business and you're only able to to make t shirts in the quantities of, say, 50 each, and you can't really go beyond that number because of resources and manpower. Then, if you had a prospect who actually needed 1,000 t shirts within a certain time frame, you know that this is not a good prospect for you because you can't produce what they're looking for. And vice versa. Imagine you have a client and they only want one t shirt. Well, you will have to produce 50 of them in order to give them one. That will cost you money, time, and resources. Therefore, that's not a good prospect for you either. So understanding the quantities that they need, whether you're a product or service producing company, will help you decipher if you can take this person on as a client. Number four, how much do you spend? You may think that your prospect is reluctant to answer this question. But a lot of people actually willingly answer it. The reason why is because they would like to know if you're offering something at a better price. Say for example, the service that you're offering, whether it's similar or the same, is lower. Then that means that they can get the same thing for less. A lot of people love to save money. But on the other end, say for example your product is more well then you need to explain the difference and why it's going to cost more you need to make sure that you're articulating the value of your product and the reason why it should be implemented within their company number five when are you likely to purchase again now this is a very good question to ask because you could put down in your prospect's diary when you think you should reach out to the customer again now say for example they're only going to purchase once a year you don't want to contact them once every month to ask them if they made a decision about buying your product or your service you definitely don't want to nag the prospect. but what you could do is put them on your email list and give them useful helpful and um, valuable information frequently so that when it's time for them to make a purchasing decision, you're on their mind. So definitely ask that question in order to know how to proceed and when to proceed with your potential prospect. We're done with all five, but I do have a bonus question that you can ask. This one is, what information do you need? Now, usually when you're talking to people, you're giving them a ton of information. And sometimes it's overkill. But with this particular question, you're actually looking to see if there's something that they may say that you didn't think of or if there's something they may say that, you know, okay, let's focus on this and let me not give them a broad range of information and brochures. You can actually zone in on exactly what they're looking for and exactly what they want. It saves you time and resources because you're not giving them a bunch of material that they're either not going to read or have to shift through and get confused on. So think about asking that question the next time you speak with a prospect, just so that you can narrow it down and get to the point. Well, that's it for this particular session. Thank you so much for listening. And again, if you have questions, reach out to me on Instagram. Please come back again tomorrow as I talk about part three of converting your leads to sales. Take care.